0: I'm on a journey to get better in all areas of life, from wellness and mental health to career and relationships and so much more. I know getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when you can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menunos. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Better Together, part two with our interview with rock star shaman Allison Charles. Uh, as you know, we did part one with her. We're talking about her book, Animal Power. In this part, she channels my power animals, and we really kind of get into how to apply this book a little bit more in depth. Um, As you're seeing different animals come into your life, as something might stick out to you, you're going to hear some really funny things and some interesting stuff. So I think you're going to kind of wrap all of this up in this part, two and really understand it and then really be able to say, oh, Okay. I think this is pretty cool, and and I think that I can use this because um, that's how I feel. So without further ado, let's do this. That.
1: Okay. Well, I'm just going to get my rattle out, and of course, I already have your permission. So... Just going to do a little tune in to see if um, one of the same animals wants to come forward and say more, or if a new power animal guide wants to come in. Now, I guess before I do this, do you want me to just call in general, whichever animal that most wants to empower your life at this time? Or do you have a particular um, category of life you want me to hone in on for you?
0: Whatever they want to tell me.
1: Okay, cool. Let me see who wants to come in. One second. standby. Hmm, interesting. Okay. So we have one that's already presented. Um, so I'm aware of what it is, and of course I'll tell you in a moment, but I just want to keep tuning in with it to see exactly why it came in and if it has a specific message. One second. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. So I mean, when I said before that I was sensing this this soul readiness or urging for you to expand more on the spiritual path or your spiritual abilities, did that like yeah turn your nose up or did that resonate? It with resonates
0: you? a billion percent.
1: Okay, because this animal coming in, it has that same message. I, Justin, I, I just want to be totally honest with you. I. I feel your spiritual potency and your power and your gifts and um yeah it's very very strong and I and I don't say this lightly and I don't say this to you know just anyone there's there's something in you there's some ability that you have whether it's working with archangels or maybe you even coming out with your own oracle card deck or at some point I don't but there's something um, really magnificent and monumental that specifically with spirituality and your spiritual gifts that is really ready and wanting to crack open inside of you, and the animal that just came in and it was talking about this again was the armadillo, and I love the armadillo so much, it's one of my favorite power animal guides because it's the biggest known teacher for healthy boundaries mm. yeah. And, you know, that's definitely one thing I've learned on the spiritual path is as I have allowed myself to be in complete devotion of infinite expansion into my gifts and just letting it all open up and and move through me the way in which divine and great spirit wants it to, um, I, I have gotten really, really good at discernment and having healthy boundaries. And it's been one of my biggest saving graces. And so I think that Armadillo is coming in for you to be a supporter for you and with you as you commit more and more to opening up your abilities. It's going to, and I I would recommend if you are open to it, doing the power practice of both the elephant um, and the armadillo, because the armadillo, if you think of its shell, Uh, the power practice in there really helps you work with creating your own kind of protective shell around you. And I think that's going to help you feel in safer space to lean into more expansion with your gifts. But the armadillo is is an amazing guide to have. I love it. It's really grounded um, and healthy boundaries. I mean, it's it's something that I wish more people would do more work around and to to focus some efforts into in life because it's a game changer.
0: Yeah, at that um, that's really interesting. I I had a a medium that connected me with my mom, who's like, you're really really psychic. She's like, you need to like really lean into it. She's like, if you want to lean into it and learn more, but it is it, it's something that I don't I don't know a lot about. I just know that. Um, in that period of time with my mom, I was able to cultivate a lot of skills and a mm-hmm. lot of just direct, whoop, okay, boom, 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 answer, question, answer, question, answer, question, and complete faith when I heard, maybe at first it wasn't, but then I was like, oh, okay, thank you, I got it. And and so I know there's something there. I don't know what it is. I don't know how to cultivate it. So if somebody is listening to this and they... Um, they're feeling the same way. What, what is the the guidance there? What does someone do?
1: Well, it goes back to that um, first book that I thought I was going to write on surrender. And I don't want to sound like a broken record, but it really is. Um, I used to have an online course with nine different guided shamanic journeys. And one of them was... In, All about surrender. And I actually had a surrender statement. And if you want me to, I can email it to you. Mm -hmm. And if it resonates, then you can speak it out loud. But I, when we get to this place where we have clarity like you do, where you can tell there's something bigger inside of you that's ready to get um, opened up, unlocked, uh, but we don't know the next step to take. If we can just, it sounds so simple. But nine times out of 10, when we actually get to the place where we're ready to speak to God, goddess, universe, Mother Earth, whoever it is you want to speak to, and we're, we're we're there in that moment and ready to open our mouths to say, okay, great spirit, okay, my beautiful divine soul, okay, great Mother Earth, I'm ready to get out of my own way, show me the way, I want to surrender, you know, my, my life and, and path to you. Once you get to that place, it really does start to conjure up a lot of stuff. Your ego will start to kick in some fears or limiting, limiting beliefs might start to come up and you start to think, oh my gosh, do I really want to do this? Do I really want to completely surrender and, and, and start to live in devotion to like getting calls and instructions from something outside of myself. So it, it really is the most powerful step that we can take because I can assure you with, I mean, 100% certainty, if you do a surrender statement and speak to your guides, your readiness to get into co-creation with the unseen realms and to get into direct alignment with the divine, if you speak that out loud, 100%, the next step's will start to come in for you. You will be shown the way and you are already moving from that place. So for you, you already have that understanding of what that dance is to receive um, a message coming in. So for you, you already know that orchestration. It's, It's for you just saying, okay, specifically when it comes to my spiritual abilities, my spiritual path, my unique alchemy, I'm ready for you to show me the next step specifically with that. And it's a path that never ends. I call it divine connect the dots. And sometimes mm-hmm. those initial first steps, when you do say your intention, when they come in, they might come in super abstract or super far-fetched, but that's part of the initiation. And that's kind of part of the test to see um, your availability for courage, for for vulnerability, for trusting the message. Um, So I would recommend, and I would be so curious if you or Kelsey can keep me posted, if you do speak this specifically around your spiritual abilities and what's next for you on your own personal spiritual path, I would love um, to see what starts to come in for you. And once you heed and take the next step, then the next divine connect the dots, it will start to come in, but it takes us trusting and taking the step first.
0: Yeah. I'm going to do it. Cool. You should. Yeah. Getting better isn't easy, but it is a whole lot better when we can do it together. We love and appreciate, and are so grateful for all of you. Um, anything else that I need to know? <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, let me see. Um, let me let me just tune in and just see in general whether it's an animal or or a guide. Because um, Lord Ganesh did come in earlier. Let me just see in general what else what else is here for you. Stand by. Hmm. so um, healing power of colors just came in Um, for some reason pink is coming in so that could be a good one Um, today or in this next week to focus on in your meditation, or I don't know if you have an altar space, but maybe bring a pink candle in or something in your home that's pink and have it at the center of your altar or the center of your meditation. For some reason, every color, just like animals has different healing attributes and properties. Um, and the color pink came in to support you for some reason right now. So I recommend that. I feel like there is one other thing trying to come in one second. Hmm. Okay. And you did say it, and nothing's off limits so yep. I feel in safe space to share. Um yeah, your um your husband, your relationship, your dynamic with your husband, it came in this morning. I just didn't bring it up and it also just came in again. So I'm like, okay, finally I'll say it. Um uh, let me see exactly what the messaging is. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't mean to laugh. It's just it's sweet. It's um so and you it's it's all good but I will just say because you do have a strong spiritual potency within you um as you start to unlock it and open it up even more it's going to liberate like the maria <laughs> wild woman ancient you know medicine woman high priestess energetics that have been stored within you You know, in your light grid, in your light body, in your chakras, like all of that medicine has always been inside of you. And as you open yourself up more, all of that potency, that that wild woman magic and potency is going to start to open up inside of you as well. And so whether that's just having a chat with him um, before or as you feel it conjuring up, but just, just so that you two are kind of on the same game plan and page in terms of, um, because safe space keeps coming in for you as a theme. Like I think your gifts are really going to come online and open up the safer you feel to let them open up and You know, a husband is obviously a primary relationship in your life. You guys spend a ton of time together. And I think the more you feel safe, um, that he has an awareness of this desire, um, and that he's on board to perhaps hold a different level of space for you as you expand whether it's unconsciously or consciously, that's going to give you and your soul more permission to do what it really wants to do right now. So I don't know how spiritual he is, how open he is to, you know, things like we're talking about how open he is to you um, opening yourself up to the spiritual path. But um, yeah, I think the more he's willing to, to, and even if he doesn't want to, you know, work with my book and he doesn't want to go on shamanic journeys, that's fine. As long as he's open to to maybe holding a bit of a different space for you as you expand in this way.
0: I'm curious, do they think he is or he isn't open?
1: Well, you, okay, let me see. <laughs> okay, let me see. What's his first name? Kevin. Okay. One second. Wait, d- well, okay. So here's the thing though. I don't want to fully access in about Kevin unless I know Kevin is okay with me. He's doing that.
0: cool. Go for it.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> we can call him for <laughs> full permission. We can get him in here, but.
1: Okay. All right. So you're sure. Um, mm-hmm. right. Okay. One second. Hmm. It's not that he's, he's not as open to it as you, it feels, and he has a little bit more of of, of logic, and I feel he has a little bit less direct experience with the spirit world and, and these types of alchemies that you and I have been talking about, um, so hang on. It's not that he's not open and he does have the ability, if he wants, to expand into greater openness. He's just a little bit more skeptical. And I think there's one more thing trying to come in. One second. Hmm. It's almost like I could hear him laughing if you go to him after we're done, you know, chatting and you're just like, okay, so, you know, I want to talk to you. Like, I really want to open up my spiritual gifts and abilities. Like, what are your thoughts on that? I kind of. I kind of, I see him kind of laughing and chuckling and him saying something like, I mean, like, well, what are we talking about here? Like, what are you going to turn into some witch or like, and he's not saying it to be mean and he's not bashing, bashing spirituality and he's not bashing witches. It's just... Um, these ways are, are, he's not totally directly connected into them yet. And so they just seem a bit more foreign. Mm -hmm. So it's not that he's not open. It's just a little bit more far-fetched and foreign than it would be to, to you or me.
0: Yeah. I, I'm like a notch ahead of him on the journey. And, but what I do know is he is going in those directions and he has, he made a conscious effort years ago. He's like, if I don't grow with you, we're going to grow apart. So he's made the effort to keep on the journey. And when we were watching The OA, did you ever see the show The OA? I did watch some of it. He used to call me The OA. He's like, you're The OA. And um, I even forget what the show was. I just know it was like this girl. She had like some power. I can't remember. But he used to call me The OA. and, um, And I know that he's starting to study like stoicism. And he is on his... His path, So I think, I think he, you're, you're definitely getting his like Boston, like macho-y kind of side. He has both sides, but, um, but he does, he really is, is tapping into kind of, um, spirit and stuff like that. So I think it's going to be interesting. I can't wait to go have him laugh at me when I tell him.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I saw him. I saw he he got a big beaming smile and he was just kind of chuckling. He he was just like, well, what are we, what exactly are we talking about here? Like, what are, what, what are you trying to tell me kind of thing, you know? Um, And uh, real quick, there was one other thing that was trying to pop in. Oh, and yeah, you know, exactly what you just shared. That really can be all we need is, is just a partner. I mean, the fact that he even said to you, however many years ago, like if we don't grow together We're gonna grow apart Mm -hmm. and he's already exhibited a willingness to expand and transform and evolve. Like that's then if you got that recipe in place, you know, then then you're good. I I find, you know, from personal experience, uh, the thing that creates the demise and and breakdown of of situations is when is when one person or the container that holds the relationship um, is is stuck and unwilling to expand and he's willing to expand. So you guys should be good.
0: Thank goodness. <laughs> um, I will say, again, for uh, anybody who is listening and if they um, decide to pick up this gorgeous book, one of the things that was interesting to me, and I want you to explain this so that people can, um, can understand. So as I was trying to kind of put this into practice, um, mosquitoes... I flipped and I saw mosquitoes and I'm like, okay, what the frig, what could they possibly do? And so mosquitoes represent what birth, clearing energy, vigilance. They're small, but profound. Oh, they are. They're my biggest nuisance in life. Uh, Foundational change perspective resolving. I have been terrified of mosquitoes. I always say you could throw a bear in front of me. I would like have him on his back and I'd be giving him belly rubs, a tiger, a lion, anything. A mosquito, I used to be terrified of them. I'd sleep with the lights on at night growing Mm. up. When I moved to L.A., I was so grateful there were no mosquitoes. Mm. In 2016, I just found out mosquitoes came to L.A., mosquitoes have been a massive problem. Are you in L.A. by chance?
1: I was, and I'm aware that they started to come around more. We used to not have them in our backyard. We we were in Laurel Canyon, and then all of a sudden there were mosquitoes everywhere.
0: Yeah, so 2016 was the year apparently. So it says here um, that um, I think it was – if you're experiencing a challenge, um, wait, well, let me see. There was something else. I'm trying to find where it was. Um, Annoyances, skill positive attitude. stop taking things seriously. When I show up, I often foretell of great foundational change that will be occurring in your life. Remember, all is meant to serve and ascend you. That nailed me. Because that was the year my mom was diagnosed Mm. with brain Mm. cancer and these fucking mosquitoes wouldn't stop and they haven't stopped. Mm. And I keep thinking I I have to move out of here because I can't be around these mosquitoes. I can't be outside. I want to be in nature. I love nature. I love being outside and that's why I love my house. I don't want to be in my house. I want to be outside in my yard. And I can't because of these damn mosquitoes. And so when I, I looked back and I said, oh, they came at a really pivotal moment um, of foundational change, it just kind of, it shows you when something is like loud, it means something. So if, you're, if something like that is happening to you, go into the book and look at it and see what it could be telling you.
1: It really is a profound example. And I want to thank you for working with Animal Power Book with such honor and reverence. Because the fact that you leaned in in the way that you did, the fact that you let yourself just randomly open to the page. And here's the funny thing. You know, you randomly open to Mosquito and what you could have done was instantly say, oh, nope, can't stand mosquitoes and shut the book again and open it randomly again to bypass <laughs> and to jump past the mosquito because you know they're annoying and you can't stand the fucking mosquito. Mm-hmm. Um, but you stayed. You stayed with the mosquito and you're like, huh, there's that darn creature. Okay. And I, like that example you shared might seem small to others listening, but to me, I'm like, oh my God, it it exhibits and exemplifies So many of the most important ways to walk the spiritual path and the one with you just pausing and not resisting and not turning away, but choosing to lean in was a big one. And then you leaned in and then you read and you let yourself sit with it. You're like, huh, okay. And you let yourself feel the resonance. So under the energy medicine category, as you and I are both seeks, we have the book, there's different messages from each animal. And you let yourself read them. And you allowed that first one to resonate and speak to you. Once you felt that resonance, you were like, huh, I'm feeling something in my belly, I'm feeling something in the center line of my being, this message resonates. What is it? Upon you pausing with the resonating and inquiring, then you are allowed to receive the divine download. Oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. that's the same year. And you, I mean, that one little thread of the story you just shared, it's, it just, you're, the way you're doing the work, you're doing a great job. So I just want to acknowledge that and thank you for that. And that's how we get into more and more greater co creation with the divine. Um, and that's how we can unite with this infinite, magnificent allness of all that is, totality of all of the universes and every all the medicine that's here for us is exactly how you just worked with the book. So thank you.
0: Well, of course. I, I have so many of these examples where I started writing stuff down. You know, like I said to you, uh, an animal kept coming to me recently and it was the sloth. So oh, I, went I over the sloth. And, and I like was flipping through the book and all of a sudden sloth pops up. And I'm like, oh gosh, is that so funny? I saw them on Instagram. I followed them. I was like, I texted Kelsey. I said, they're in LA. You can go be friends with them and I'm going to get one. And my life is going to change. I'm going to get one. Wait. And then I saw that it was just somebody who posted from LA and they're not good pets. But I was like, they're the cutest things I've ever seen and I want one so bad. But hmm. one of the messages that came from my mom was that I need to rest. And in here it says, when to work with me, when you want to stop being judgmental, when you want to be more open-minded, when you need to rest in order to keep going. And I was like, oh, Mr. Sloth is coming for a reason. Mr. Mm. Sloth is telling me rest, Maria. So what I, I, I wanted to do was I wanted to, to get to that place to share these because I, I think that I, I don't think anything is a coincidence, and, and that was one of the things in these last five years that I've really, any little message, any little thing that came, I'm like, well, what does that mean? What could that mean? Let me look into it. Whether it's a dream, I know a lot of people love dream analysis, um, or, you know, I, I think Kelsey probably told you I resuscitate Insects and animals. she did indeed. <laughs> so I've been saving animals since I was little, but insects was a whole new realm. And and it was an inadvertent moment with a cricket where I basically gave him CPR with a, a leaf stem and brought him back to life. But the cricket, I swear to God, and you're probably the only human that would really believe me and understand me. The cricket comes back to life, and I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, thing was totally dead. So I I put a leaf under his antennas because his antennas were stuck on the water on the concrete. And he had, he had, you know, died inside the pool. He was in the middle of the water and I flushed him up and I put him on the concrete and he was dead. Anyway, I used the leaf stem and I was just pressing on his abdomen and the thing came back to life. But I was like, he's not going to be able to move with the antennas being so wet. So I put a leaf underneath and I was blow drying them. And then when they dried, the cricket got up, started walking away towards this cabana door. Turned around, came all the way. Now I am standing in the pool and I'm almost like eye level with this cricket. And it got up on its like hind legs and started doing this in my face. Mm. And I was like, he's saying thank you. Mm. And I'm sitting there thinking, I am insane and I'm all alone. No one's ever going to believe me. My husband jokes, he goes, Don't ever tell that story to anybody. They're going to think you're nuts. He goes, they don't know you. I know you, so I believe you. Everyone else is going to think you're nuts. Um, So then we were on vacation with my parents, and I was playing with this grasshopper, and the grasshopper plunged two two pools down. There was like a two-level pool into this waterfall, and I'm like, it's my fault. He got scared and now he's dead or he's going to die. So I was like, honey, please, you have to go save him. So Kevin, <laughs> he's trained well. He ran down all the way around, swam into the pool, went to the waterfall, brought me the grasshopper. Okay,
1: Oh, my gosh. Can't
0: make this shit up. So I, he brings the grasshopper, I put it on the table and I said, behold to my family, a dead grasshopper. Is it very clear this grasshopper is dead? Now, I'm not thinking anything really is going to happen here. I'm just playing around. And he goes, "Hey, they go, yeah. And I go, okay. So I start giving it chest compressions like I did with the cricket. But I realized it has a hard shell. You can't access his chest through the shell. So then I said, maybe if I go in his armpits. So I went in his armpits, but you have to g- gently do it because you don't want to break the grasshopper's legs because that's what he needs to survive. So I'm gently going in there. Grasshopper comes back to life.
1: Oh my! And then he flies gosh. away
0: and I'm like, oh! And so, yeah, I look back and I looked at like crickets and it was one of those gray crickets, which in China, they have them as a sign of good luck. Mm-hmm. their, you know, good fortune. And so when you read in here, I was like, oh, okay, I have a lot of good luck that comes to me from all the animals I saved, I think. <laughs>
1: so beautiful. And thank you for sharing that story. I mean, they really are our brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely, I was with you in your storytelling and the vision of the cricket coming back and just like honoring yes. you and thanking you. It, it is real. And you know, and, and that's one of the things that I love uh, particularly about working with power animal allies and guides is they're one of the few spiritual guides that also live in the earth plane, that live in our waking, walking world too. So we can access them in our everyday life. They're here. We can also go into the unseen realms and work with them. Whereas archangels or, you know, um, you know, goddess Kali or whatever example we want to give they're typically just accessed in in the unseen but the fact that you're able to Just work with these creatures, these brothers and sisters with such sacredness and honor the oneness and honor that the cricket's value of life is no different than your own. It's so beautiful. So I'm glad you outed yourself (laughs) with these stories. They're so good.
0: I can't help myself. I out myself pretty often with them because I can't help it. And in fact, I was interviewing Chris Pratt from Jurassic Park and he and I had this moment where at the end he goes me too. I resuscitated a cricket and a black jacket, a, a yellow jacket. And I go, no way. So there are there are many of us out there, there I believe. There
1: are more of you out there. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, remember the snake? I had a talk to a snake that was in our basement in Connecticut. Oh, yeah. I had a full conversation with the snake. I, I walked him through what we were going to do, how I was going to take him from the basement to put him outside. Mm. The snake cooperated with me and then let me pat him when we were outside. I said, thanks, little guy. We did this together and I pat him and then he was cool. And then he walked off. Wow. Or Slithered. 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 Yeah. Gosh. So anyway. well, l- Learning all of this about you,
1: all of this is new information. It makes me even more excited for you to continue, you know, to work with the book. And um, I sent Kelsey the guided shamanic journey. So if that resonates and you want to do that video guided shamanic journey to go into the different realms, I would, I mean, I'm just getting more and more giddy and excited about you doing more of this work. And I would be so curious when you do the guided shamanic journey, um, if an animal presents how it presented to you, like if you saw it, if you heard it, I would just, I would love to know more details around that journey because you clearly have such a powerful connection to animals, which I didn't know. So, um, yeah, if you keep developing deeper rapports and doing the power practices in these books, I would love to just hear how that connection expands for you even more.
0: to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with way, go to the way T H E O U A I.com and enter the promo code Heel squad for 15% off any product. That's the way T H E O U A I.com promo code heal squad. Trust me. You won't regret it for sure. I'm excited to go on the journey. I, I I've always said, I'm like, just put me like in a place with animals, give me shelter and make sure I'm fat. I love food. I need food. After that, I need nothing else in life. I just need to be with animals and nature. So,
2: Allison, yeah. can I ask you one question? Yeah. It's it was something Maria and I both noticed. We were both like, "Oh yeah, thank you, good point." We're like, "Where's the dog?" I thought that I had missed it about four times. I like
0: twice, and yes! I was like, "Wait, I missed it." Yes! Nope, dog's not in here. Same. Okay.
2: So we have to know why no dog. You know, I just really had to honor the
1: process. There's a couple of answers. Um, I truly, because it was the animals who came to me, uh, gave me the idea for this book, and I agreed to co-create it with them. It was really a voyage where every day I would open myself up to the power animal realm and Ask whichever next animal that wanted to present to be a part of the book to come forward, and so that was the process that I mm-hmm. honored the whole time. All 100 of these animals were the first 100 that came in and said, "Like, put me in, coach. I want to <laughs> be a part of this volume one of this medicine book." So that's the main answer. But um, oftentimes, most of the the power animals that we share the teachings around are undomesticated animals. They're typically more in the wild. So that's just another um, reason. Why why. But I'm hopefully I haven't really talked to I have a call with my literary agent soon. And I haven't talked with her about this yet. But I um, I'm feeling the inspiration to perhaps do animal power volume two and to make a whole encyclopedia out of this. Um, So I am taking note. And perhaps (laughs) for an honor of you two in this interview and volume two, there will be a dog.
0: Yeah. I love it. I, I I was laughing because I know, um, I feel like dogs, I think our, our domesticated animals come into our life to help us through things and also to sometimes take on illness. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they take on illness. I've had two dogs that had brain tumors. What are the odds? Wow.
2: Um,
0: and I think they took a little bit of my mom and I's tumors to, to ease the load or something. And that's kind mm-hmm. of what I I felt. Um And I think they come to teach you things, you know, whether it's you really need to understand unconditional love um, or you really need to understand loyalty, whatever it is. I think that they're there to teach you things. So I think it'd be interesting to get into some of that in another one. Mm
1: Yeah, definitely. I I mean, right here at my feet is our little dog Cookie all curled up. She's a part of this interview and a part of the the medicine of of our whole voyage here today. And she's been a great teacher for me. She's definitely a little healer medicine dog. She's been in many a teepee ceremony and many plant medicine ceremonies. um, And she will make her way. It's so cool to observe her in those settings, especially in really deep shamanic spiritual ceremony settings. She'll just will let her go and do her thing, and she will always kind of land at the person that you know needs a little extra TLC or whatever that medicine transmission is. And then once that's complete, she'll kind of like feel her way around, and then for the next hour of the ceremony, sit with another person. So it's really cool for me as a shaman to mm. observe her own process with her healing gifts too. So what I kind agree. Of dog is she? Uh, She was rescued, so she's part cocker spaniel and part long-haired chihuahua. She's a cute little
0: thing. Oh, I love them. Well, Allison, this was amazing. Thank you so much for sharing your gifts and sharing um, your story and, of course, um, all of this newfound knowledge on animals. This is so cool.
1: Uh, you're so welcome. Thank you for your support. Thank you for having me. And I want to, you know, on behalf of the animals too, thank you. You know, we're trying to get this medicine book into whoever's homes and hearts it, it resonates with. So thank you for helping me to spread the word.
0: Of course, of course. So cool. Um, I um I think this is such a cool book. You did such a great job with the the illustrations. I mean, obviously, your uh, your partner in crime there, William, mm-hmm. William? William, William
1: with an N. Yeah. yeah,
0: William did such a great job. It's beautiful.
1: So. Yeah, it was a long process. To um, I mean, the artist was a huge decision for me because embodiment. I teach. anyone who listens to my podcast, Ceremony Circle, they hear me talk about embodiment every single episode. It's like a main thing that I teach. So I knew the artist had to have the ability to create these animals to really embody the the healing medicines and teachings that they represent. And not everyone can do that. So it was a pretty painstaking process to go through and figure out like what artists, did I trust to be able to do this, this level of embodiment work. And it was a beautiful divine orchestration and story um, of how he and I, you know, connected and got together to work on this project. But we had a, obviously a really profound um, soul contract to birth this book into the world together. And the fact that, you know, as soon as he was done with it, he transitioned to the other realms um, and his, his legacy is able to live on through the art here. It's obviously a huge honor um, for me to be able to share about it and to to speak his name and to thank him. And I feel his presence. Um, I, one little last uh, bullet point on that. The day that I got the news that he had passed, I was obviously really shocked and heartbroken And I went out on our balcony to just speak to him and acknowledge him and honor him and thank him. And within a few seconds of me going out on the balcony to do that, this massive hawk flew just off to the right side of my head. And I knew that it was him. Um, and so he came to me right away in the form of the hawk. And so we took his illustration that he did of the hawk and we did create, um, some limited edition hawk posters, um, to honor him. And at the bottom, I share the story of how he came to me in that form. So I still feel him. He's still a part of this process, um, But yeah, it was it was a pretty unique experience to go through because I know you've written you know books and it's not an easy voyage. It's incredibly painstaking. There were many times I thought it was going to be the death of me.
2: Mm-hmm. I worked
1: on it for many years. It was probably the hardest thing I've ever done. So the fact that he and I um, went through that together, uh, you know, we obviously have a strong bond, and I feel him a lot in the other realms.
2: Cool. All right.
0: What do we think, ladies?
2: Okay. I have to tell you my crazy story with the book. You ready? Mm-hmm. Cause I was like, I'm so glad you asked so many of those questions too, to like clarify for people who are going to be like, I'm sorry, what? Because when you did, I feel like it really, you know, like opened everything up and just made a whole lot more sense. But when I was reading it the other day and she talked about your, your core, it's like your core power animal. So the, the idea that we're like, we're born with one animal that kind of like supports us from birth till death. And there's other animals that come in and help you along the way, but there's that one core one. And I was like, Oh, I like sat there and thought about it for a second. And I was like, Oh, mine's definitely a hummingbird. I've had like many, uh a. crazy experiences with hummingbirds um, and so then I go and I'm like oh, well, okay let's just have some fun I'm like okay calling in my little core animal close my eyes randomly flip through the book and stop on a page that felt right and I opened it hummingbird. stop I swear to God Maria I was it was like <laughs> 10 30 at night and I'm like freaking out alone in my bed like what what so anyways that was my crazy story that I had to share with you I love it but I just thought that was that's so cool animals are so amazing amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. like that. Was and you so didn't fun. tell her anything about me and elephants? Nope,
2: nothing. I said that you resuscitated insects.
0: That's so funny.
2: Like how nuts. And it, yeah, that was all just, I love it. It's yeah. so cool.
0: It's really cool. Like I said, like if I look back, you know, there's always significance to kind of major things. Like remember when I saved all that koi on our street? Yep. Like I'm going to go back and look at the koi stuff now, or the mosquitoes was something I started connecting. And then there were more, um, that that were interesting to me like my connection to dolphins and how much i love yeah. dolphins yeah. and they're very like air air sign connected and so mm-hmm. um and of course i have kind of a dolphin laugh too so anyway <laughs> i think it's really fascinating <laughs> and like i said i think um it's nice to express some healthy skepticism so that you know um you can get the answers you need to go one way or the other yeah. and so um, I think it's really fascinating. I can't wait to do the journey. I know. Me too. Send them to me today. I will.
2: I will. I'll I'm resend them. them. Yeah. Well, the funny thing I was going to tell you too, is, um, when she was talking about your pink and your rose quartz crystal, you brought out, I have been sleeping with my rose quartz. Mm. I always feel like I get like secondhand, secondhand energy, like from you. I'm like, Oh, that's interesting. Cause that, uh, kind of made sense to me. I'm you know. like, I've been sleeping with my rose quartz on me and then you pulled that out, and I was like, what? So I know she's talking about anyways. pink, and I go,
0: whoop, yeah. here comes the pink crystal. Yeah, it's uh, so, it's so nuts. So, anyways. maybe I will take it and put it up in my altar. I'm sure I have something pink upstairs, but I'll bring it up. Yeah, I think you have another one. But in the meantime, cool. Heel Squad, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, it is a new year, and uh, we are excited to be bringing you so many new things this year. New website, obviously, you're seeing the new logo and the new branding, um, and everything. So,